Good morning, everyone. Sorry about that uh, little late start this morning. Technical problems. And what are you going to do? You got to work through them, right? Well, hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Bob Thibodeau here for another session of Prayer 2021. Today is April 22nd. Our scripture reading for today is from 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous. His ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and praise you, sir, for the blessing of being able to pray to the Most High God. Lord, we thank you for answered prayer. We thank you for hearing our prayers. We thank you for Jesus, who is the intercessor for our prayers. We thank you for the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us in prayers. And we pray, Father, that this prayer time, this day, would touch someone's heart somewhere, that you would receive all the honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Today is part six of what we've been studying about the Lord's Prayer. Uh, we were studying the one, uh, the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, verses 8 through 13. Today, I want to look at the conclusion of verse 13. It says, For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, some denominations and some translations of the Bible actually omit this verse. Their reasoning is it's not found in the early Greek translations, but yet it was included by some of the early church fathers. This closing prayer in Matthew's prayer is simply what's called a doxology that was adapted to recognize God as supreme over all things. In the oldest copies of Matthew's prayer, as compared to Luke's prayer, they are virtually identical, with the exception of the closing doxology. So why did Matthew include the doxology and Luke did not? Well, the answer is simple. If you'll look at the settings described in the actual scripture, you'll find out. Remember, Luke was not present when Jesus was on the earth, right? His book is based on interviews he did with numerous people, including the disciples, and then he compiled his book. Matthew's setting was basically the Sermon on the Mount. In that teaching, Jesus focused on three things. One, the kingdom of heaven belongs to God, two, the sin of self-glorification, and three, the laying up of treasure in heaven. The doxology in Matthew's version of the prayer is because the doxology relates to those teachings that Jesus was emphasizing to that audience in that setting. And when we look at the prayer in Luke's account, it was given in response to a direct request from the disciples for Jesus to instruct them in prayer. Luke was basically a reporter. He recorded what others said. It could be said that uh, you know, some of the people he interviewed did not include the doxology while others did. If that were the case, Luke, as astute as he was, may have decided to only write down the common parts that everyone agreed with, which was the prayer without the doxology included. Matthew, on the other hand, may have written the same prayer exactly like it was recorded in Luke without the, without the doxology, but oral traditions included it as an additional praise to God. And oral traditions in that culture tend to be passed down generation to generation. Ultimately, there came the time when all of the written material was assembled into what we now call the Bible, and instead of cutting out portions of Scripture, the editors decide to keep both intact. The Lord's Prayer was basically the same, except for the doxology. It was evident in Matthew's Gospel, but not Luke's Gospel. But Matthew was there. He was a participant. But it was just one person's point of view. But Matthew was the eyewitness. Luke 
submitted his gospel as a sort of evidentiary testimony and you know from numerous sources but he left the doxology out all other aspects of the prayer remain the same so does the doxology add to or subtract from the effectiveness of the lord's prayer not at all so the doxology is included in the first hand account from matthew as part of the testimony luke's testimony and his compilation of those he interviewed has left it out but we can still conclude this is what we call the lord's prayer amen it's sort of like evidence of testimony in the courtroom two people may have witnessed the exact same event but two different perspectives are on it both agree to the evidence presented and that allows the jury to decide if their testimony is true and that's basically what we are doing here this is what we call the lord's prayer as he taught his disciples to pray quote unquote after this manner remember that from back in part one we are not to recite this as a word-for-word -word method of praying jesus said after this manner this is to be a prototype of how we should frame our prayers not recite our prayers amen all right i want to pray with you right now i want to pray that you will use this as a format for your prayer time amen Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for revelation knowledge. We thank you for this in-depth study on prayer. And we thank you, Father, that everyone within the sound of my voice would receive what I've been trying to communicate through the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Spirit trying to communicate this to them through me, that the Lord's Prayer is a pattern. A pattern for us to follow in our regular prayer time. Just as I'm doing right now, I am praying to our Heavenly Father first and foremost. And Father, we thank you for the privilege of being in the body of Christ. And we thank you for the opportunity to pray to the Most High God, presenting our petitions before you. And we thank you since we know you hear our prayers, we know. We can rest assuredly that we receive the petitions we desire from thee. And Father, we give you all honor, all glory, all praise at all times in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Praise God. Do me a favor, leave a comment down below. and I'd really appreciate it if you could jump over on iTunes real quick, leave us a rating and review there. It does help us to reach more people with the gospel. It does help us get the word out. And if you are starting a Christian podcast, have a Christian podcast, want to grow your Christian podcast, jump on over to podcastsforchrist.com. Take a look around. There's free resources right there on the front page that will help you do that. And we'd be blessed to be able to help you reach even more people with the gospel through your own podcast. Till next time, this is Pastor Bob reminding you again from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17, the Living Bible, to always keep on praying. Be blessed, folks. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.